Hello, welcome to Kathy Sawyer and Sandy Walker. Good to see you, hear you, and be a part of your day today. It's a beautiful day in Washington. It's crazy. They say it's schizophrenic here because wait five minutes, the weather will change because today it's 78 and it's going to start raining uh, and be cold tomorrow. And the day before it was 33 degrees, huh, Sandy? So yeah. crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. It's supposed to freeze on Friday or I mean on Saturday or Sunday, I think. So don't oh, plant, don't plant anything yet. <laughs> oh, I already did. Darn it. Oh. But it's seeds. It's in the ground. So hopefully, oh, oh well. It may oh, or may not make it. nabbit. It yeah. My mama always said, don't plant anything till Mother's Day. Oh, I should have listened to your mama. And I always, always want to do it before. And we get these um, oh, we we get these hints of summer almost today that we want to get out there and plant. Well, I lived in Hawkinson, an old farmer told me when the snow's off the mountain right behind us, then you plant. And you know what? I, I waited every time and it worked. So his that farmer, farmer helped me out. So your mama is good too. Yeah. So how are you doing today, Kathy? It is a wonderful, wonderful day. I am just excited. I am blessed to volunteer at Open House Ministries on Thursday morning, which is a shelter for families. And just to be able to be with them, talk with them, pray with them, and just see that wow, am I blessed, yes. but by the grace of God, there go I, yes. and so it's been a beautiful day, then some clients today, and then I get to meet with you to do our podcast, I'm excited, because we were just talking about continuing the forgiveness piece, and um, what we do with those emotions, and feelings, and you know, what are your thoughts on some of the stuff that we're about to get into, Sandy? Well, we've talked about forgiveness now for our last two podcasts, but um, one thing I really like, and I, we, we scoped on this a little bit last time, but what I really want to get through to people is um, how, how that can just really hurt you uh, with physical symptoms when you can't forgive, when you feel almost, uh, when you feel resentments, thoughts of revenge, you, you just hold on to that anger for so long and the emotions that are those emotions um can really hurt you physically um with just high blood pressure i mean you name it i mean the the fight or flight you we know all about that uh uh anger and bitterness oh and we this is what I want to talk about is the other, other um, relationships we're in. We can carry that to other relationships um, very easily, you know? Oh, I believe so. I, <clears throat> when I was a young girl, I um, was with a boyfriend and had an abortion and I ended up marrying that man. And for 19 years, that unforgiveness, because he's the one that said to go get it, or we couldn't have a relationship. It leaked out until I sought help, professional help and really figured out, you know, I went in, I did it, I needed to own it. And so to forgive and move forward in that situation for me, set me free. You know, I think we've talked about, you know, I'm drinking the poison, expecting them to get sick. Mm -hmm. you know? And so that piece, you know, and I think too, what you give up is the right to demand that the one who hurt you pay you back or be made to suffer for what they've done and God will handle this. And even if you never see how God handles it, you know, he will. And what you get is the freedom to move on. Exactly. Because we, we get so wrapped up in the wrong that you can't enjoy the present. And we talked about that too, but I think that's in summary of all this, of the last two uh, podcasts, 
I think it's really important. Um, you know, you're becoming depressed or anxious, um, feeling like your life has no purpose or that you're at odds with your spiritual beliefs. I mean, you, you could just say no to the whole, all your faith that you've had forever. All of a sudden we take a, a turn and, and feel like we, our faith is gone. You know, I mean, it can just, we lose connections with others. I mean, same, we can, I mean, it can almost, again, um, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, paralyze you. And with all that comes a lot of health issues, high blood pressure, your cholesterol can go up, um, you name it. I mean, it just, those are the, the emotions that bring on health issues. Um, and Lisa in her book says, freedom from unforgiveness doesn't mean instant healing for all the emotions involved, but it does mean those emotions will turn into eventual compassion rather than bitterness. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that um, that become unforgiveness can wake you up in the night, can hurt your gut. I think it can cause all kinds of physical problems as you just stated a moment ago. And so I think that unforgiveness is a tough place to land because feelings aren't facts. They just aren't. And we think that a feeling is a fact and it isn't, it is a feeling and we often can't trust them. You know, think of little mamas that deal with postpartum depression. Those are feelings. That's but their whole body is feeling that and it's yeah. heavy and it's tough and it's real. So what do we do with that? I know that when I have been in the throngs of unforgiveness, that I, it, it messes with me bad. It's 24 seven on my heart, on my head. And so to be able to go to that place, um, I know we talked about last time, sometimes that person that you need to forgive isn't alive still, but you can still forgive them. Absolutely. They don't have to be in your lives. Um, so what, so how do we, how do we forgive? How do we embrace forgiveness? I mean, that's what a lot of people out there are probably asking. Okay, that all sounds good. But how do we embrace forgiveness? Well, just like, like Lisa said, I don't think, you know, uh, it doesn't mean instant healing. So I think it's slow. Um, I know that uh, a buddy of ours, Kathy, uh, her name is Kathy as well. She will always quote a scripture in this part. Father, you know my heart. You know, I, I'm struggling forgiving. I'm struggling dealing with this, but you know, my heart wants to. So please continue that in my brain. And slowly but surely it does leak in. I know with the people that I've struggled with forgiving, Father God has given me just peace to begin to move toward it. And it wasn't easy. You know, I thought they had to pay me back or make it right. You know, and, uh, you know, I know I had been married um, and there was a major crisis in my marriage and I loathed my husband and I was still married to him. And about two years, three years later, after a particular crisis, he came to me and he said, if you can't forgive me, we need to divorce because you hating me isn't working. Mm -hmm. And I had two boys and I said, well, I'll need to think about that because <laughs> of the offense. And it literally took me about a year to, to be able to let go of the offense that I couldn't let go of. And that was a year of hell because it was my homework. He had done the offense and um, I hadn't said I'd forgiven him. Other people had said they'd forgiven him. And I just really struggled and it took me a little bit longer. And I got there, but I, you know, it was right. To stay married to somebody you can't forgive, it's gonna leak out and it's gonna be a miserable marriage. It's not just a miserable marriage, but most likely miserable 
friendships with other people, everything, because you're just, it, it's, you're, it's not fun to be around you, you know, when you're in that much pain and sorrow and, and anger, it's the anger part that, uh, I, and, and by embracing forgiveness, I think you can also embrace peace, hope. We talked about this before too, and gratitude and joy. If, if we can get past that awful feeling of uh, not thinking we can ever forgive someone, um, I, try to, I try to always, because we've lived life now, and I look back on my life, and I can see it clear as a bell. How would you rather live? How would you rather live in with all that anger and disgust and not feeling well? Or do you want to embrace, embrace it? There's nothing you can do about it. It's the past. You can't do anything about it. That gives you peace, hope, gratitude, and joy. And um that it takes be- a while to get it, but yeah. I had a friend when I was um, younger and her father and my father had the same background. They were orphans mm-hmm. and they went door to door asking somebody to love them and take them in. And her father found somebody and my father found somebody um, at my father's funeral. He was a bitter, didn't forgive anybody kind of a man. And my brother and I and the person doing the service were the only people there. My friend's father, who took that bitterness and that ugliness and loved people, built churches, was kind, was giving, there was no standing room at his funeral. So it literally tells you what unforgiveness and forgiveness will do for you, the person. Well, you become a victim and therefore you're always a victim. For the rest of your life, if you don't figure it out. And usually everybody is doing you wrong. You get into that mindset. and. You know, I tell the story about my my husband who didn't have the greatest upbringing when he was a little baby, an alcoholic or a child, an alcoholic father and yada, yada, yada. But uh, he, he has an older brother who's since passed, but he, he was so angry about it that he couldn't make anything out of himself his whole life. And he was found, you know, all alone with a bottle of vodka right beside him a couple of years ago, dead. and my husband has had the attitude that I'm not going to be a victim in this. I could t- he, and he always said, I am going to be a father. Unlike my father. Amen. You know? I was a mother, like, not like my mother, my mother left when same, I was nine. Same time. And I made, yep. It's like, yep. I am going to make it right. Yes. And I, I'm smart enough to do this, you tell yourself. And he said, I, I can do this. And, you know, there's, that's the difference of being a victim and, and saying, okay, I had a shitty, shitty upbringing. upbringing. Well, and you know what? I know your husband. He's an incredibly kind man. Well, he is. But such it, love. It, it's hard. I mean, so, I mean, I, I guess I've watched that. And so I know that what... Um, being a victim can do to people and the emotions it brings up. And I had one client it made me sad at one point we'd been working and working and working on her abuse and she'd done so much work and had been set free. And she looked at me one day and she said, Kathy, I don't know who I am without this Mm -hmm. because it took me to groups. That's what I had to talk about. It became my identity was my abuse. And now that I'm healed, I don't know who I am. So we really did some wonderful work for her to discover the new her, the healed her, the free her. And And so 
because it doesn't mean forgiving doesn't mean forgetting or excusing the harm done for it, it but to you or making up with the person who caused the harm forgiveness brings a kind of peace that helps you go on with your life and, and that's that, what lisa's book is about forgetting yes, what you or exactly. forgetting what you can't forget because we're not going to forget it you know i would love to have amnesia pills for my clients but, yep. um so what are the benefits of of forgiving someone i'm just going to read to you something okay Letting go of grudges and bitterness can make way for improved health and peace of mind. Forgiveness can lead to healthier relationships, improved mental health, less anxiety, stress, and hostility, lower blood pressure, fewer symptoms of depression, a stronger immune system, improved heart health, and improved self-esteem. Now, I've told you about the year I had therapy every week at Tuesdays at noon, and I read that and I go, oh my gosh, that that's where I was after that year. I was so different, kind of like your client. You question, oh my gosh, I I feel I feel so much better, but um, hmm, I'm kind of a different person now. <laughs> you know? Totally. I think too that in this space, you know, I want to read a list to you as well. Um the resistance that holds many of us back from forgiving, you know, I fear the offense will be repeated. Hanging on to grudge gives me a sense of control in a situation that felt so unfair. The pain I experienced altered my life and yet no one has ever validated that what I went through was wrong. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness feels like it trivializes, minimizes, or worse yet makes what happened no big deal. I can't possibly forgive what when I still feel so hostile toward the one who hurt me. I'm not ready to forgive. I still feel hurt. They haven't apologized or even acknowledged that what they did was wrong. Being back in relationship with this person isn't possible or safe. Furthermore, it's not even reasonable for me to have a conversation with the person who hurt me. I'm still in the middle of a long, hard situation with no resolution yet. I'm afraid to forgive. And the list goes on. That's from Lisa's book, Forgiving What You Can't Forget. But I think, too, that oftentimes we can forgive and never be in a relationship with that person again. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I forgave my husband, but I did not stay with him. Right. And so I think that that's the freedom of it, too, is being able to let go of that and not have hate or bitterness. Because um, that part, I didn't want to be nasty old lady when I got old. I just didn't. No, and so and I, you realize that was going to control your whole life. If yeah. otherwise you would, you would be that way. Yeah. And <clears throat> to recognize the value of forgiveness and how it can improve your life, identify what needs healing and who needs to be forgiven and for what. Uh, consider joining a, a support group or seeing a counselor. So important. So darn important. Acknowledge your emotions about the harm done to you. Acknowledge them and say it, even say it out loud. Say it to a friend. I don't know how, how they affect your behavior and work to release them. How does that affect you? Choose to forgive the person who's offended you. Move away from your role as victim and release the control and power the offending person and situation ha has had in your life. I think that's huge. Because we talked about this last week, too. That's a, a power someone else has over you. Big right? time power. Because yeah. they're going about with their life. Mm -hmm. 
they're not even thinking of you or thinking of the offense that they did, especially if it's a narcissist or somebody with a personality disorder, they're just going on with their life and have not thought twice and you're not sleeping or eating or, you know, whatever is causing, you know, your unforgiveness to go and not be let go. So I think it is a process. I don't think it's always a quick process. It can be a slow one. It's kind of like the grieving cycle. Everybody's going to be different on how they, it's, it is grieving. You're grieving whether or not you can have a relationship with somebody or whatever. But I think the full circle to me um, is after it's all, after you've gone through that, however long it takes you and you realize you finally get it, that, that, that you don't want to live that way anymore. And you, you, you might even find compassion and understanding. You that know, certainly would be the goal. Yeah. You know, I would and like I that mean, to be the benefit. You of might living. not, but you might. Yeah. Being able to see through different eyes. I know uh, another friend of ours had said um, the best revenge is to live a good life and move yep. on. Yep. Oh, and I think that there's truth to that, that I don't want to stay in the marinade. You know, I was working with someone uh, last night, my last client, and we were talking about um you know how do you get out of the marinade when you're stuck with someone and you keep forgiving them and it's not healthy to keep forgiving them that you're actually beating yourself up and you don't have good boundaries Mm -hmm. and so I think that you know that's a tough thing I think in a marriage the one who loves the least has the most power and so sometimes it's hard to forgive or move on or have healthy boundaries but Jesus had boundaries Jesus speaks about I went away I went away to pray I went away I went away and I think that I need to get away to be in that quiet spot to how do I forgive Father God how do I move through this Um, and I think it's a process it's a process you know when you have families with the political environment and the environment that we're in today um, I think so many families are learning how to forgive sometimes for the first time you know Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it can be something so little as someone hurting your feelings, just in a little talk you're, you've had with somebody. I mean, it doesn't have to be, yeah. it can be anything. It, it can be a major blow or it can be something that you just feel like, oh, I've gotten to the point where I just, I just brush it off. I don't even, I, I just brush it off <laughs> when it comes to. Yeah, I don't, I don't get as uptight as I used to yeah. at all. Um, and I'm grateful. And that's because of the Lord, certainly not me. Yeah, I'm um, very grateful for that. I feel like, you know, it's like, okay, my mother-in-law used to say something and it pissed me off. And today I get it. Um, least, no. said, least said, better mended. What? Least said, better mended. Oh, well, that's true. And especially the older I get, because I want to give my kids counsel. Or I want to tell them, how, or I'm thinking this, or I'm thinking that. So I think that it's a real, it's like, you know, just because I know something doesn't mean I need to share it. And so, you know, trying to work through our families, the forgiveness with friends, with certain situations, the freedom that it brings on the other side is so awesome. So I think that in that space, I know that as we're moving through um, forgiving what you can't forget, some of you out there might be going, okay, that's ridiculous because how do I forgive what I can't forget? And it'll always be in your brain. The situation won't, but it will lessen in in intensity as you forgive. And once again, it can be, God, I can't, you can, please help. Yep. It's just not about saying the words like you've said over and over. It's an active process in which you make a conscious decision to let go of negative feelings, whether the person deserves 
it or not. And as, and hopefully as you release the anger, resentment, and hostility, you begin to feel empathy, compassion, sometimes even affection for the person who wronged you. That's pretty amazing. It if you can return. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I guess with saying that, I just know that both of us have, uh, have have had to forgive and have led our lives to where now we look back and we go if we could let anybody know that it's much better to live with forgiveness than with that anger right amen you know we thank you for listening to us today we thank you for um, just being a part of this process this podcast of what's on your life plate at gmail.com We're really each week really think about and pray about what to talk about with you and share with you. And we hope that this is an opportunity for you to send in your more questions and continue to ask us some of the things that are weighing on you. I thank you to our listening audience for the comments that I've got that those have have been listening. I thank you. So please continue to let us know how you're doing or what we can do with topics that you would like. I know recently I have been doing some speaking and I have a list of topics that some of those people have wanted me to speak on that I might introduce here. So Sandy and I'll chat about it, but we thank you for your time, for your 20 minutes or more today that you've sat with us and just talked about it. And we will be in prayer for you. If you are stuck out there trying to forgive and you're struggling and you hear this, please know that Sandy and I will take the time to pray for whoever you are, because God knows who you are. We don't have to. But we really pray that as you're coming up against trying to forgive somebody, that you'll listen to some of the tools today and that it may be a quick process for you or a slow process. But I encourage you to stop drinking the poison and to begin to let those things go and to forgive even some of the tough stuff. I thank you for your time today. And Sandy, um, again, um, what's on your life plate at gmail.com. We thank you for your time today and hope you have an incredible weekend. Sandy, what are your thoughts? Amen, sister. (laughs) We got it. So take care, all of you. And as Easter's approaching, um, I have a great story to tell you next time about Easter when I was in Israel. I can't wait to share it with you. So take care and thank you for your time. Bye-bye. Bye.